Each week, we get the inside scoop from industry leaders in marketing, social media, and influencers. Follow along on their journey. This is the Follow Me Podcast. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Follow Me Podcast. I'm Allie. I'm here with my co-host, Cole, and we're ready to get into another exciting episode. So Cole, share with us, who's your Follow Me of the Week? Uh, My Follow Me of the Week is Shaughnessy. Have you ever heard of her? Mm Mm-mm. She's amazing. She does, I actually heard about her through Becca Tobin. Becca oh. got her brows done, but she's a microblader. Microblader? Oh, okay. And she's like this crazy artist. They, I've never seen him look Is she so from real. Canada? She even puts freckles on people. <gasps> I love Yeah, she's like freckles. the OG. So anyways, I'm like obsessed. want to go to Vancouver and get my brows done. Does she come down to LA? She does. Okay. Yeah, so maybe we'll do that. Maybe yeah. we should have her on. I know. I'm pretty, um, what's it called? Dedicated to uh, Studio City Brows, though. I love her. Yeah, but she does a microblade. That's true. I don't think I need that, though. Okay, anyways. Wow. Into mine. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Mine is Jim's and Kitty's. And again, Mm -hmm. I think I got that one from From you, maybe. Yeah, I've introduced you to pretty much every cool Instagram. Maybe you're just my inspiration. But anyways, they're just a cool couple. And they take really fun photos. I like their like storytelling process and that she'll take like three in a row that are like very similar, but different. And I don't know. I feel like a lot of influencers are kind of taking Everyone on. Everyone copies them. Oh, they're amazing. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's get into our guest for today. Super excited to have Jordan on. Yeah. Let's take it away. All right. Today we have Jordan Risa Santos, who is an Instagram queen. She knows all the things about social media and content and building brands. She's worked with huge brands like KKW Beauty and Alfred Coffee. So we're super excited to have Jordan here today to kind of share her expertise and show us how brands can create successful marketing and branding initiatives through social media. Welcome. Woo. Hi, guys. Hi. So excited to have you. Thanks for coming. Oh, thank you for having me. All right, we're going to dive into this. Mm -hmm. So we want to know a little bit about your professional journey and how you got to where you are now working with some of the biggest names in beauty. Yeah, I mean, it really started in college. I was a PR major at Pepperdine. and I love Pepperdine. You do? Did you go there? You love Pepperdine. I love Pepperdine. (laughs) I I had had friends who went to Pepperdine, and I would spend like every weekend in Malibu. And they'd all live in these beach houses. Yeah. Pepperdine is cute. It's amazing. It was pretty nice, like just tanning while yeah. studying. <laughs> yeah. Boys yeah. are cute. Yeah. 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 And vibes all around. <laughs> distracting. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think just being at Pepperdine, I had four internships by the time I left college. And wow. I think that it really impressed future employers. And I was able to see, you know, what kind of environment I liked. Um, I was at a fashion PR firm in LA and the environment was like super cool and they played loud music in the office and everyone Mm -hmm. really got along. And I interned in New York for a fashion PR company and, you know, it was kind of just more quiet and everyone was at Mm -hmm. their desk and not really talking to one another. It's and I was crazy, like, like how culture in different companies is so drastically yeah. different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's a good thing to learn when you're an intern is like, what do I like and what do I not like? Totally. Jobs? Yeah. So by the time I left college, you know, I always thought I was going to go into fashion PR, but that's when social media was really taking off. And this guy I had interned for, he was actually starting an influencer marketing agency and asked me to be his first hire. And so I did. And that was like really, 
at the beginning of the whole influencer boom. Yeah. And that was like really interesting to see firsthand. And I was creating campaigns with big brands and on-brand influencers and also just really learning like what brands want and what kind of influencers they want to work with. Um, It was interesting you wanted to like originally do PR because I feel like that's kind of the roadmap for a lot of people. Like I studied PR, mm -hmm. but PR now is social media and influencers. It's evolved so much to like Versus just working with, like, media or, like, pitching media. Totally. So I think that's a good takeaway, too, like, for people wanting to get into social media careers. Like, you might study PR, communications, and all of that stuff will, like, build your resume to get into, like, a career in social. I'm so interested to know, like, how different majors are now. I know. Well, I think there's, like, actually social media majors Uh, now. So jealous. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I just have straight A's. I know, right? (laughs) Like, learning how to do all that stuff would be amazing. Yeah, I was terrible at pitches, so... Um, yeah, writing pitches yeah. and doing all that. Yeah. Okay, so you're at this influencer so, agency? Yeah, I was at this influencer agency, and, you know, I had seen so many brands with just, like, really shitty social media accounts, mm-hmm. and they were spending thousands and thousands of dollars on these influencers to drive traffic to their page, mm-hmm. and they weren't converting to customers or to even followers because there was such a disconnect. Um yeah, and from there, I wanted to work on the brand side of things, and that's when I started working at Swim Social, which is, uh, you know, a social media marketing agency, but they work solely on the brand side. And, oh, cool. you know, storytelling and content creation, feed curation, influencer stuff, all of that. So, okay. um, yeah, and... Again, I was the first hire there, so... At Swim Social, you were the first yeah, hire, too? Okay, so, so you've, like, been a lot in, like, the startup world yeah. for social Popped media. Popped a lot of yeah. cherries in the startup yeah. world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and so I was there for three years, okay. um, and that's where I, like, really learned the ins and outs of, like, building a brand on social and also, like, managing a team mm-hmm. and all of that. What and, kind of brands did you work on there? Um, it was, like, so many different things, like food, hospitality, fashion like um Alfred Coffee and then mm-hmm. there was this jewelry brand Carbon and Hyde and then we had celebrity clientele as well like Ashley Tisdale um oh, that's cool yeah. yeah so it was just like kind of everything and I was mm-hmm. able to see you know what kind of industries I liked and what mm-hmm. I didn't you just like work with so many different personalities yeah um what's it like working I feel like people like don't really understand like even people like in my family or friends are like what do you do when you work for a social media agency like what's a day in the life working at an agency I mean it's it it started off so different because I was like the first hire so I was really just managing accounts curating a feed creating captions posting everything yeah, yeah doing, all the things doing Were that you doing kind like of the stuff. photography and all that stuff um, too? just like lifestyle photography mm-hmm. okay. but not you know, like campaign imagery or anything like that. Got it. Um, but, but by the time I left, I was managing a team of like, I don't know, five. And so I was really overseeing everyone else's work, which I prefer. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, so it was kind of different by the time I, when I started and by the time I left. And how did you see, like you were there for three years mm-hmm. and how did you see social media progress? Like, did you see the agency like pick up a lot of work because social media was so hot? Did you guys evolve into like doing influencer marketing? Like, how did you see it kind of shift in those three years? I would say like the brands got a lot bigger by the mm-hmm. time I left. Um, and it was just like people were taking social media more seriously. Like before it was like 
kind of like the small mom and pop shops. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, they would, we would charge them little money and Mm -hmm. do their social. And it was just like Instagram and Facebook. But by the time I left, it was like bigger budgets. Um, People were a lot more serious about it. They weren't like, oh, yeah, just post whatever. It was like. What does this mean? Or yeah. Like, yeah. What's what the is ROI? ROI? Yeah. Like, why yeah. are we posting this? Yeah. Exactly. I think that's yeah. a big part of like what we do now too is like analytics and reporting exactly. and strategy, and it's like so thought out. And the content had to be stepped up, yeah. like yeah. so much more than you know, just like a cute little flat lay on marble. Like totally, totally. Yeah. So then you went from there to KKW Beauty. Yeah. Right? I mean, um, that's huge. Yeah. <laughs> what? How did you even get that job? Like, what did that even look like? I feel like that would be crazy. I mean, yeah, it was It was crazy. I, I think, like, just working at an agency, you work with so many people and so many different brands, and you have a good amount of knowledge, and you're like, oh, I wish I could just dedicate my knowledge to one, mm-hmm. just to one company. Um, and that's where... That's when I became really interested in going in-house for for someone. And then, yeah, KKW Beauty came along. I had told a friend I was, like, looking for a new job. Um, and a week later, she connected me with the team. And wow. it was, like, crazy. It was, I think, like, yeah, we got connected. And then within a week, maybe, I got the job and started working there. Amazing. Yeah. And what's the pace, like? At KKW versus, like, agency life? Like, is it totally different, or is it still? I mean, I yeah, I would say totally different just because you are immersed in the brand and, you know, everything that's going on, whereas, like, there's kind of, like, a middleman or a disconnect when you work at an agency. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't, at, going in-house, you're able to see, like, wow, this product is selling fast. We need to communicate that to our audience that they need to buy it now or Mm -hmm. this one's not selling as well Mm -hmm. so let's push it even more where Mm -hmm. you know at an agency you're kind of like doing the best you can but you don't know the specifics um, Mm -hmm. in that way Mm -hmm. and I think a lot of people like agency versus in-house it's very different yeah Mm -hmm. and not everyone can hang at an agency and not everyone can hang in-house because like oh I'm like doing the same thing every day for the same brand that can Mm -hmm. be boring but in an agency it's like a million brands a million different customers and clients so many different hats you need to Mm -hmm. put on and personalities very different and people always ask me that like when they want to you know go into an agency or versus in-house it's like you got to figure out what's best for you right very different yeah I mean I really enjoyed working in-house like just being able to know everything that's going on and um, being able to see, like, the website working um, hand-in-hand with the Mm e-blast and, you know, launching social at the same exact time, um, you kind of have more control over timing and stuff like that. Yeah. How big is your team? Oh, so small. Like, I think Kim actually, like, talked about it at BeautyCon. I think it was in July, and she was like, there's just six of us. Like, So what was your role at KQW and like what were you doing on the day-to-day? Yeah, my, my title was Director of Social Media and it really depended on the day. But as you can imagine, it kind of was like everything to do with social media. Um, you know, if we were gearing for a launch, there'd be like an endless amount to do. So coordinating photo shoots, curating the feed, like you said, making it all pretty with 
campaign images and product shots and cool swatches, um, developing influencer lists for gifting, um, coordinating beauty tutorials, which I actually worked yeah, with Ali Yeah, that's how we met. Yeah, yeah, we did a tutorial with one of our talent, Sona, for oh. KKW Beauty. So yeah. it's really cool. Because, you know, with beauty, it's so important to see the application and how people use it. Um, mm-hmm. And, yeah, like I said earlier, just making sure the website was right and tight, making sure newsletters were going out when we were launching social. Um, yeah, just anything related so all to things social. digital, really. Yeah. What about, like, community management? Like, that's an account that has, what, million followers or more? Like, that's a yeah. lot of followers, and you're Over running that account. Wow. Like, yeah. aren't there tons of, like, questions and DMs and comments? And yeah. How do you, how do you even, like, manage it? something like that? I mean, it's definitely tough. Um, we try to get through them. Um, I would say, like, Twitter's, like, a lot of customer service issues go through there. Mm-hmm. Like, Instagram, there's just, like, a lot of random... Chatter. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. really weird stuff comes yeah. through. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I would say, like, Instagram really focusing on influencers and like their posts and mm-hmm. people tagging us in their stories and make sure, making sure we repost that. But Twitter, yeah, you see a lot more of the customer, customer service. service. Stuff. That's interesting. Um, I'm sure like tons of beauty brands are looking up to a brand like KKW Beauty and like when they go and hire an agency or hire someone in-house, like I even feel like KKW is always an example of like, we want to be like them. Like we want their content or we want their flat lays or we want, you know, it's so it's crazy that you work at a brand that I think so many others look up to. Yeah. Um, Obviously part of that's like a celebrity backing it, but I also think the content and like it's everything that is put out on for that brand is so well curated. Mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of like the discussion right now on social media. Like is the curated feed what you need as a brand or are we going away from that? And I'm curious to like know what your thoughts are. Yeah. I mean, personally, I just love a curated feed. I think it's really important for when, you know, a potential customer or a potential follower goes to your page and they click on it and they see the first nine to 12 photos that it, you really get a good idea of like who they are, mm-hmm. what do they do, you know, what people do they align with um, rather than just like 12 product shots in a row or yeah. nine faces in a row. It gets really repetitive and messy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just think a curated feed is definitely, definitely yeah. the way to go. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be like, you know, so contrived, but mm-hmm. at least like some sort of flow going. Totally. That's interesting that you say that though about the the curated feed because with a lot of our clients right now, we're seeing that the curated stuff is not engaged, especially mm. for some of these smaller brands. Like people just aren't relating with it and they're not understanding it. Um, so we've actually been having that conversation on multiple occasions just about like how do we bring in more like user-generated content yeah. And, you know, stuff like that to diversify the feed and to kind of, you know, make it a little more real. So and it's I, interesting. I think that's, you know, curated doesn't have to be like super art directed and mm-hmm. too, you know, aspirational because, you know, with like KKW Beauty, but even the other accounts that I've worked on before, like we try to use as much user generated content mm-hmm. as possible too. Um, and that's what people really want to see because they have to relate to it. Mm-hmm. Um, how important is like, I'm curious from your perspective, diversity. Oh, so important. Beauty brand for any Mm -hmm. brand really, but 
How important is that? So important. I Yeah, I actually, like, wanted to touch on that. I think, um, like, really listening to your audience and also listen listening to society as a whole. Right. Like, people are craving diversity and for right reason. And, like, I do see, like, on, you know, on KKW Beauty, when we post a male in makeup, it's, like, one of our most liked photos. Yeah. Um, or people's comments. It's, like, can we see this on darker skin or, you know— mm-hmm. I think you really do have to pay attention to what your consumer wants, um, especially with something so important as diversity. You do want to reach, you and know. inclusion. Like, yeah, you know, you're a beauty brand reaching millions of people. Like, be inclusive. Yeah. And I think that's so important for brands to realize and take to heart. Yeah, and it's so crazy that you know, just like with other brands, like fashion brands or you know anything else, it's crazy that I'm, like, on my own, like, feed sometimes, and I'm, like, how how are people still not being just a little bit diverse? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's, like, the same girl, the same body type, the same hair color, right. the same yep. skin tone. Like, how? how? Yeah. I think um, it's a really cool time to be alive, actually, because, yeah. totally. like, if, when, if and when, do you have kids? No. No. But, like, if and when we have kids, they're not going to grow up with just one beauty type. I do think that's drastically changed. Oh my God. I was making strides in the right direction. Totally. Yeah. I was like, just, you know, talking to friends about like just crazy rich Asians. And have you guys Mm -hmm. seen to all the boys I've loved before? Mm -mm. Mm -mm. What? The main is like an Asian girl and Mm -hmm. it's not about her being Asian. It's just, she's a regular Asian girl and she's Mm -hmm. in high school and it's like her love story. And it's like, I didn't grow up Mm -hmm. seeing that. And Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, the Asian girl was always, like, the quiet, like, shy, like, Mm -hmm. nerdy type. So it's, like, really cool to see. Mm -hmm. Even now, I didn't know how much I needed it Mm -hmm. now that I see it. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. It's awesome. I have to watch that. You do. (laughs) (laughs) So going back to social media, you know, a lot of brands look up to KKW Beauty, like Allie was saying. But I mean, I look up to them. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Literally on every mood board I make. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Throw some KKW in there. But, um... What advice would you have for brands that are trying to build their following, trying to, you know, create a look and a feel and a voice and all of that, a community? Yeah, I think um, just like really being authentic and think about what kind of brand you want to be. I think a lot of brands try to hit all like, I mean, diversity is important, so that's not what I'm talking about. But I think you have to find who you want to target what there's like what your style is um, and create content and reach out to different influencers based on that and not try to be everyone's brand. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just being authentic, aligning with people who are on brand um, and creating a really strong brand aesthetic. So people can point you out from a crowd of brands because everyone's trying to be the cool brand on social, but what's going to make you stand out. Mm-hmm. Um, and you want to be the brand that, People want to tag and people are like, I'm trying to get on their page and create a strong brand aesthetic so people can point you out from like the crowd of brands and just be that brand that people want to tag and are proud to mm-hmm. rep on their page, even if they're not sponsored or anything like that. Um, Especially in beauty, there's like those cult beauty brands, right? Like mm-hmm. Glossier, exactly. Summer Friday. Exactly. Like, you know, that's kind of the new wave of like beauty anyways yeah, which yeah. is so interesting um but I definitely see that's like where things are going and how do you do that I guess like practically if you want if you're a brand you know 
whatever, you just founded a brand, you started this company. How do you practically do that? Do you build a team of people? Like what are the most important things to get like people positions around you in order to like create a really strong voice, aesthetic, Mm -hmm. community, all of that? I mean, I think first and foremost, you have to have the right brand to begin with. I think a lot of people just think, Mm -hmm. oh, social media is going to solve everything. I have like shitty packaging and I don't really know what my mission is, but I'm going to try social media. It's like, no, it doesn't work that way. It needs to, you know, social media is a reflection of who you are. And I think that's why, you know, Glossier does so well. Alfred Coffee does so well because their branding is so, so strong. Mm -hmm. Um, And then social media just reflects that. Do you think brands should invest in like a social media in-house person or an agency? Like, do you think that's like a very important first hire when you're launching a brand? 100%. Yeah, I think like launching a brand and getting that out there can can almost be a make or break. Yeah, totally. Yeah. No, I agree. Like, I think that social has like now become like the new search platform. mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So when people are like doing product discovery, it's not really like, I mean, obviously it is on Google and it is on their website, but like millennials especially, it's like, let me look at their Instagram. Mm -hmm. It's like the first thing they look at. So it is super important, definitely, if you are a new brand out there, social media, hire an agency, hire in-house. Have someone. Yes, have someone who can think it all through. Um, And I think your point to, like, being authentic and, like, having a brand identity is so important. Um, I think we get that a lot, too, as an agency, is brands coming to us, and it's like, we want to be on social media. We want to be cool on social media, but we don't really have like an identity on like our web presence or right. anything. Mm-hmm. And I think those are things that need to be figured out before you Agreed. try and build your social strategy. Agreed. 100%. Okay. So you just left KKW. Mm-hmm. What's next? What's on the horizon? Yeah. I mean, I think I'm, you know, you know going to spend some time just figuring out what I want to do. I really am interested in freelancing and working you know, with brands directly, um, maybe just a couple to start. Very cool. Yeah, and I just, it's so millennial and so cliche to say right now in, in September 2018, but um, just, like, things on my side of Instagram, too, personally, is, like, doing well, so I kind of just want to toe that line while it's here and, mm-hmm. you know, have that personal freedom while while I can. Amazing. I know that's, sorry, mom. So you have like your, you have your own social following. Yeah. And you built that because of what you know and what you've done for brands, I imagine. Right. Yeah. It was not on purpose at all. Because you have really good content on your personal Instagram. And are you taking that content or like who's doing all that? Mostly Ben, who I'm married to. (laughs) I'm like, get on the floor. So you have like the full on Instagram husband. I have a full on Instagram husband. And I also have Instagram boyfriends. (laughs) Hi, Adrian and Brock. Um, Yeah. So I feel like that's the key to success. Like you need a man in your life that like wants to be your Instagram husband. Oh, yeah. And I have three of them. So God. Yeah. I jealous. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Let me know if you want to get hooked up. Yeah. Um, But. Yeah, I kind of it just like kind of just happened after working with a bunch of influencers. Yeah. Like my like I said in my first job, I was doing a bunch of campaigns for influencers, and we would hang out, and they would tag me, and it, it was like when everyone was like wanting to f- just follow random people. Yeah, and I randomly like just got ten thousand. I was like, oh, I probably should post decent things. Yeah. And then, <laughs> 
you know, just obviously like being in the social space and learning what works and what doesn't, what, you know, authentic branding and Mm -hmm. all of that and having a specific voice. Um, You know, obviously I try to, what is the saying? Something, what you preach, practice what you preach. Yeah. 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 So I guess that's. And that's a good point too, for people who want to get in social media, it's like, Try on your own channel, like curate your own feed, like create a cool edit or like try and grow your following. I mean, that's something that could win, you know, win you over in a, or that would be something that you could like get a job for, right? Like if you have a really good Instagram And I think it's like, I don't, you know, a lot of people ask me like, how'd you get a following? It's like, don't just try to get a following just to get a following. Like if you're passionate about something, if you're passionate about photography or fashion or health and wellness like yeah promote that but don't just try to get followers because Mm -hmm. it's really apparent um and like you said like building a social media page that you're proud of um because it could get you hired in the future I think that's definitely 100% valid because Alana from Swim Social she actually reached out to me like we had met at a hair salon we started following each other and she's like yeah I wanted to grab coffee because I could tell that you have an eye for this. Oh, that's amazing. Hmm. Yeah. It's really interesting. I think I had that kind of like, whatever, what is it called? Like I had that feeling too with like my personal Instagram. I'm like, I own this agency where we do digital. I was like barely posting on it. (laughs) Like it was just my dog. And I was like, this is a tool I could use. Like I preach to brands all day. Right. You need social media. And I was here as like, you know, founder of a company, not caring about my personal stuff. And Cole and I were talking about like making it like girl bossy and like, yeah. you know, like trying yeah. to do that because it is so important. It is a tool to sell yourself, oh. whatever, whoever you are, if you're a blogger, a brand, a politician, a preacher, totally. you know, this is a platform where you have a voice and people can listen and absorb and you can grow from. Yeah. So. And I've, you know, just like managing a team, I've absolutely looked and stalked at, mm-hmm. Um, potential employees, social media, and oh yeah, I'm it sure is that all that happens. It is a, a make or break, guys. So, yeah. <laughs> you want a job in social media? Yeah. Have a good social media yeah. account. I mean, yeah, it's step like, one, not rocket science. Um, okay, so aside from like your personal social, that you're, you know, can we call you a blogger now? Like, are you a, an influencer? Yeah, I don't even know. I guess you're an influencer. Okay. Yeah. I don't, We're I don't. all influencers yeah, in our own right, right? right? I don't blog, but um, yeah, I'm like, whatever you want to call me is fine. Yeah. yeah. But you have a really cool company. Um, it's BAD, right? B-A-D-D. Yeah. It stands for Babes Against Drunk Driving. Tell us a little bit yeah. about that and how that came about. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how much you guys know about my experience with drunk driving, I have a a little bit of a background, but tell us. So six years ago, I was like leaving a bar with my roommate and our friends and I got into the car and my driver was drunk and I was also drunk. So I really like had no idea. Um, Basically, you know, we spun out of control. I broke my neck in two places. (gasps) Oh my gosh. And it's just like, honestly, a miracle that I'm alive and talking and moving and here. Wow. Um, Yeah. And, you know, I always wanted to do something and, you know, share my experience. Um, And then once I started gaining a bit of a following on Instagram, I was like, I kind of felt compelled to like share my story. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, at least if it could change 
one person's mind about drunk driving, it's kind of worth it. Mm-hmm. Really worth it. Um, yeah, so I'm kind of just like so fortunate to have this platform where I can talk about my experience and raise awareness about it. Um, I like there's just not very many anti-drunk driving organizations out there. Really, there's only MAD and it's Mothers Against Drunk Driving. And I know for me that, you know, obviously that organization's been around for a long time and that's awesome. But I think a lot of young people can't relate to that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, a mom is talking, yeah. telling you yeah. not to do something that you're not supposed to do. You know, we don't even listen to our own moms really. a lot of the time. So. Yeah. Good point. Um, yeah, I kind of just wanted to spin it a bit and try to make it appeal to more of a younger audience and mm-hmm. kind of make it a little bit cooler. So, um, yeah, it just started off really small. I kind of just used that as a name to do, like, the anti-junk driving walks every year and stuff like that. But um, with, you know, my social following, I'm able to, like, actually outreach to brands That's and reach cool. out to restaurants to partner with them and, you know, they'll donate a proceeds of oh, that's really cool. Um, sales too bad for like a month or a week or a day, whatever that cool. we decide. Yeah. I like that you're using your following for social good. I think more people need to do that. Totally. I, it, it annoys me that more people don't, but yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's awesome. Are you recruiting other baddies? Yeah. Baddies. I mean, baddies. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Like, you know, yeah. people have reached out to me and they're like, oh, you should make T-shirts. And so I made T-shirts and people are buying them. Oh, cool. And, you know, proceeds go to bad. Um, so, you know, it's it's definitely something I want to grow more. I didn't really know how or what I could do with it. But now that, you know, people are listening a bit more, I think I'll it's really cool. try to expand. Yeah. It's really cool. Very cool. Okay. So this is something we ask every episode. Um and we want to know what your viral moment is. And so that's something that's kind of like your, whoo, I made it moment. I don't know why I got a little <laughs> accent there, but I uh, made it moment. Um, so what's yours? Yeah, piggybacking off of the whole bad stuff, um, I would say even though it wasn't like a big splash, mm-hmm. like it was like something that was meaningful to me. You know, there was like one night I just got really honest and talked about my experience and asked people to share, you know, if they've ex- ever experienced drunk driving or if it's affected anyone that they know. And I just got like an overwhelming amount of messages. And mm-hmm. it just showed me that people do want to talk about it and they just like didn't know how. Um, and they, it is something that a bunch of people do want to end. Um, yeah. And I was told that, you know, they're like, oh, you inspired me to speak out about it. I never have before. And that just like meant the world to me. That's really cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. On the flip side, what's your unfollow me moment? So this could be something like I could have done that differently or regret or anything like that. Yeah. I mean, I would say that it would be in 2013, I posted a photo with a guy I had gone on only three dates with on Instagram. (laughs) And the reason I did this is because I wanted to bait other guys into knowing that I was dateable. Okay. And um, I was going to, yeah. It was a moment of like desperation. It was strategy. just like, hey guys. Yeah, yeah it's, I was strategic even then. <laughs> I was like, hey Don't guys, lie. look, I might be off the market yeah. soon, so come and get it while you can. Swipe up to buy. 
swipe, swipe up to date. No. Bye. Yeah, Lincoln maybe bio. not bye. <laughs> link in bio. Learn more. Link in bio. Um, yeah. So I just like wouldn't suggest that. Luckily, I ended up marrying him and it turned out no. okay. The guy on the three. So Ben. So Ben. Instagram husband oh so, is. Oh my gosh. I love that. I mean, I guess he like it worked out because he was Does like, he oh, no. Like oh, you used him in such a oh, way. I'm too honest with him. He's like, oh, I thought you were just like really into me. And that, like he asked oh, me. Yeah. So hurts. it worked out. <laughs> that really hurts. It worked out in my favor, but I like if my friend did that, I'd be like, "You are a psycho. (laughs) What are you doing? Delete that now." Yeah. So don't, guys, don't, don't be desperate. But it might work. So also, I don't know what the moral of the story is. (laughs) I think usually just don't post a photo with a guy you went on three dates with. Just never do it. Most guys would think it's a little nuts. Psycho. Yeah. Maybe I should contemplate. Yeah, yeah, Ben, maybe he's a psychopath too. <laughs> all right, it. those were good ones. Um, all right, now we're going to go into follower questions. So these are things your followers want to know. The first one is, what tips would you recommend for someone who wants to have a career in social media? We kind of talked about this already, but maybe just like a few quick tips. Yeah, get as much experience as you can. So interning if you can. Um, and I would suggest working at a startup um, because you do get your hands dirty and learn everything. Um, and you just like have more potential to grow. Yeah, totally. I yeah. love that. An intern, right? Like I always tell people, intern. Yeah, you know, like I know a big discussion right now is like unpaid internships are unfair because it leaves out like the disadvantage. So it's like, uh, like yeah. I'm fortunate enough to have been able to you know, do those unpaid internships. But, you know, I also worked a job in college and interned. So yeah, yeah, just trying, and trying to get that. there's a lot of paid internships yeah. now too. Um, but yeah, that is a good point. Not everyone can do an intern and do, do an intern. I hope not. Not everyone can do an internship and go to school and like figure all that stuff out. So it's not, maybe necessarily not the fairest thing to say. Yeah. That's a good yeah. point. Um, what are your go-to apps for creating social media content? I mean, I guess, do you mean like filtering? Yeah. yeah. How do you make your editing? look so pretty? I mean, I just use Visco, really. Wow. Um, so I just use Visco and play around with that. Everyone always asks me, like, what filter do you use? I just don't. Like, I feel like it really depends, like, on your skin tone and what colors you uh-huh. wear and what color your hair is because, you know, one filter could make you one other person looks super washed out. Totally. Um, and Unum, U-N-U-M, and that's how I plan out my feed. I'm like really OCD about certain things that are next to each other and mm. on top of each other. Oh. Like I don't like lots of bodies in a row and I don't like lots of faces in a row and I don't like... You would hate my Instagram right now. It's literally <laughs> yeah. me at like events with like people. <laughs> it's so sick. Okay. <laughs> but You don't help her? I, I mean, I've tried. I've I tried. tried. Oh, I told I, her no bikini pics. Yeah, I was oh, doing bikini pics. That's fine. Oh, but like how, how right suggestive. We're trying to market her as a she-o. <laughs> Get that bikini out of there. Yeah. So I'm taking, you know, creative direction from. Yeah. But I think it's like, like photo depth is like a thing, you know, like if. 
it's a far away photo of you and then next to it is like a closer up photo that's okay yeah okay. yeah but not like the same I'm just angles copy your feed okay <laughs> yeah just regramming your stuff like just at alfred <laughs> here today I gave up on my Instagram a while ago. No, you didn't. Yeah, oh. so she's so full of it. It's painful. You no. don't post a lot, but it's like cute when you do. It's cute when you do. Mm. Yeah, it's a whole nother thing. Branding yourself is so hard, I feel. You can brand me. I, no, I already, she's branding me. She's busy. <laughs> oh. Okay, moving on. <laughs> um, who's your point? favorite person to follow on social media? Oh, God. Who do I like? All right, what about Chrissy Teigen? Do you know she blocked me on Twitter? No. <laughs> yeah, like a long time ago. You're going to have to explain this yeah, one. Yeah, what'd you do? I, I like how Are you an internet troll? No. Okay, okay I'll explain myself because I thought <laughs> I was. And <laughs> I was really disappointed when I saw that I was blocked. I'm like, what could have triggered this? Yeah. So I looked at my Twitter search and I put at Chrissy Teigen... No, I put at Jordan Risa, at Chrissy Teigen, just to see what comes up. Like, what did I tell her? And it was because she had said Friends, the show wasn't funny, and I told her she was wrong. No. And she blocked me from that. Whoa. But she, she's sensitive. like, she's like tweeted, like, she's like tweeted that she just like goes on these like blocking sprees, like sometimes whenever she feels like it. So I must have just like caught her really bad, <laughs> bad day. So Chrissy Teigen, if you're listening, please unblock, unblock me because I think we would get along to, like <laughs> apart from the friends thing, like everything else I think we would get along with. Wait, wow. I love that oh, that's story. <laughs> that's really funny. And then last and final question, what brand do you feel like is killing it on social media and why? I mean, I just, like, have always loved Violet Gray's social media. Oh, oh that's too. a good one. Yeah. Like, I love them. I feel like they're just so cool, and they, their you know. Their videos. Their videos are super, like, 90s, and mm-hmm. it, it, like, looks actually 90s, not like, oh, I put a filter on this. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just, like, take product photos really well, like, and really interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I just, like, feel like they're, like, the cool, yeah. the cool brand mm-hmm. on social, for sure. Yeah. I love I that agree. one. All right. Well, that wraps it up. Thank you, Jordan, for coming on the Follow Me podcast. Hopefully all of you out there learned a lot. I know I did. And where can people follow you? It's just at Jordan Risa, J-O-R-D-A-N-R-I-S-A. All right. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thank you, Jordan, for coming on the Follow Me podcast. We appreciate all your insight, and hopefully all of you out there learned a bunch about social media. She's smart and creative. I know. It's amazing. She's on to real big things. Um, So super excited to have her on. Um, So this is actually kind of sad. We're closing in on our first season of Follow Me. Um, We'll share more about what's happening in season two, but we have one more episode in season one. We're taking a little break, and then we're relaunching with season two. So we'll explain more later. But thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.